Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers, and Mischief. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Beverages Quizette, where every second week, myself and Will P. Keating take each other on in a battle of brains to figure out what beverage the other one is thinking of. So, Will, as always, we'll have five clues each. Each clue starts getting worth less points as we go through. Uh, would you like to ask the questions first, or would you like to answer the questions first? I'm loving this, Fox. You're all business. Obviously, you're under time pressure. So <laughs> let's just crack into it, and let's have you ask sorry, the questions sorry, first sorry, and drive the pace. How, how, how are you? How are you today? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm all for it. I like this. I like this, you know, straight in, no kissing. Here we go. Uh, so please ask the ask the questions. I'm going to answer first. Okay. Well, this, uh, this beverage contains eight different types of liquor, including tequila, creme de menthe and schnapps oh jesus um it sounds like some sort of torture uh, device <laughs> did you ever watch uh, eight out of ten cats does countdown yes uh sean Locke created a drink it sounds very like this one time um you know which yes which i'm aware of that episode and it was awful <laughs> yeah. but yet at the same time i was kind of interested in trying it um so I, I don't know. It's, it, uh, the other thing that r- it reminds me of is um, back many moons ago when I used to work in a bar in the States, uh, we used to make Long Island iced teas for people. Um, uh, and I don't want to characterize people by their drink, but uh, generally very trashy people <laughs> drank uh, <laughs> Long Island iced teas, he said, going in two-footedly. Uh, but in essence, yeah, that was a kind of a horrible mixture of pretty much every drink. I'm going to go with Long Island iced tea, even though I know it's wrong. Uh, it's it's not a Long Island iced tea, um, but but to be fair, my five point clue was quite difficult. My four may narrow it down for you a little bit. So this drink, which features in a work of fiction on a TV show, was created in 1991. Oh, oh, this is going to be some kind of Simpsons reference. I think that would be about right. Um, no, I, I, uh, I so uh, no, I, I'm not going to get it. Uh, I get a pass. Okay, this one should really give it away to you that the drink is set on fire to uh, balance out the alcohol content before serving to the customer. It's a flaming mo. It is a flaming mo. <laughs> Oh, well done. I, I, all I could think of was Duff. Duff, Duff, Duff. And I was like, that's the only alcoholic beverage I can remember from The Simpsons. Uh, but yes, I, somewhere from the depths of my mind, I remembered a Flaming Mo. Yep, there was a, there was a Flaming Mo pop-up in Dublin recently, and that's why I put it into my head. What? Explain. Yeah, so there's a, there's a Simpsons cookbook. So the author of the Simpsons cookbook held a pop-up in Hens Teeth Stores, which is an amazing uh, cafe and art space in, in Dublin 8. And you could get your crusty burger and a flaming mole. Uh, sounds like a recipe for disaster. I, I'm well, you know, I'm, I'm really disappointed I missed it because I definitely would have liked to have tried a beverage where the secret ingredient was crusty brand non-alcoholic cough syrup. <laughs> um, your Simpsons references never let you down. No, oh, no, they're always useful at parties. Okay, well, uh, well done. I have to say, I. I'm delighted with myself that I actually managed to 
dig that out of my uh, my brain somewhere somewhere taking up valuable gray matter is is the fact that they flaming mo exists are you ready for your questions uh yes will i was born ready yeah sorry sorry that was very cocky i don't don't think i'm going to be that good well we'll see i i think that you uh, unlike a flaming mo i know that you've you have had this beverage for for sure so for five points, this beverage has been claimed to have been invented variously by a number of different people, but all of whom were based in Ireland in the 1870s and 1880s. Oh, I'm, I'm sure this was knocking around before that, but I don't think I'm going to get it on this one. So I'm going to guess Putchin. Mm, no, absolutely incorrect. Putchin was, of course, famously banned in 1661. Of course, yes. There's a bar called 1661. So that was that was a ridiculous guest. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, not out loud, anyway. However, uh, this drink is considered a verifiable national cultural and culinary institution. There is, however, an erroneous rumour that this drink was banned by the EU due to health and safety regulations. Oh, goodness. Um... I have no idea. I, I, I really struggle to think of an Irish drink that was allegedly banned by the EU. Well, oh, hang on, hang it, on, it, hang on. Will, is it red lemonade? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes, congratulations. It is red lemonade. Uh, I gave it away absolutely wholly and completely by saying it was a verifiable cultural and culinary institution. Because what else could it be? Yes, uh, red lemonade. Uh, actually, when my parents got married, they went on honeymoon to uh, the UK, and um, my my mother ordered a bottle of white lemonade. And the bartender looked at her aghast, and I was like, "Well, what other kind is there?" Well, of course, in Ireland you have red lemonade, red, red lemonade, white lemonade, and brown lemonade in some parts of the north. There's brown lemonade. Oh uh, yeah, it's kind of it's a weird Nordy thing. Uh, so it's like the uh, what's it called the soccer special or whatever it was called. A football special, McDade's football, football special. special. Yes, that's, that's still available. Uh, and I'm, I, I had it during the Hagstravaganza last year, and I'm not sure if I liked it or not, but I still finished the bottle because it, even by the end of it, I wasn't sure if I was enjoying it. <laughs> to me, it's like cream soda. You know, do you ever have cream yeah, soda? Yeah, very similar. It's like, very similar is, to cream soda. Is is this a thing? Do I like it? Why am I still drinking it? I definitely don't want this. Oh, I, I oh, I finished it. Yeah, it was one of those very weird moments where I was like, I shouldn't like it, I don't like it, but maybe, but yet I'm going back in for another sip. Yeah. So for those of you who are outside of Ireland, uh, which is obviously the vast majority of you, uh, yes, Ireland does have red lemonade. And I can tell you the three-point clue was actually the most commonly Googled question about this product is, what flavor is it? Which I think is perfectly fair. (laughs) It's very fair because I don't think I could describe the flavor. It's just lemonade flavor. It's red. (laughs) <laughs> your two-point clue was that sometimes it's consumed as a mixture uh, often with whiskey southern comfort or even smithick's red ale yep yeah, so that's sure. what i would my go-to uh, shandy is a smithick's and red lemonade shandy and for one point it would have been uh, popular brands include nash's finch's country spring with the old three liter bottle mm-hmm. and of course tk tk uh, yeah, there wasn't a rumor that whatever ingredient was in it was carcinogenic, and that's why the EU didn't allow it to be sold outside of Ireland. Yeah, well, that's kind of only half true. Uh, so, yes, I think the coloring was carcinogenic, and it was banned by the EU, but the manufacturers just simply switched to a different coloring. Yeah. Um, so, 
<laughs> it's a, it only used to be carcinogenic. It's not carcinogenic <laughs> anymore. It's grand now. Get a, get a point <laughs> of it in tea and you'll be fine. <laughs> Many years ago, we used to have a colleague. I don't know if you would remember Keith Taylor. No, before my time. Uh, okay, well then, uh, this joke will be completely irrelevant then. Uh, <laughs> I used to call him Lemonade Red. Instead of Taylor Keith, he was Keith Taylor. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> right, time to go. Good luck. Uh, on that, my point. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. You don't have a quiz ready? No. Okay, that's fine. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. I might have one. Give me two seconds. Sure. See, I don't think I've used it yet. Let me just see if I've got my notebook with it in it. Uh, yes, I've got one. Oh, excellent.